We're live on Facebook. We are live on Twitch. Live from the Nostalgic Podcast Studios in San Gabriel, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday edition. Monday. The August 27th edition. Mm -hmm. The We are here again from San Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, Executive producer Sam Zia has been uh, very busy being a busy, busy being a dad. Yeah, his, his baby mama cannot take care of the kids mm -hmm. anymore. So now he has to be a family man. Nope. He has to be, and you know what? More power to yeah. our friend Sam Zia. Be a good dad. Take care of your little ones. Mm -hmm. That is what's most important. We can soldier on right here on Facebook, on Twitch, and on our podcast microphone. I still have all the components. All I need is two two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> or I guess in this case, two iPhones and a microphone. Hey! it's uh, we're, we're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. Uh, as you, usual. I, I, honestly, I like this setup. It's, yeah. it's simple. Simple. Simple is easy. Mm -hmm. I like simple. You know what's simple, Pete Molini? What's that? that? Two-dimensional video games. Because yeah. right now, there, there, there seems to be a... It happens every few years. Mm -hmm. There's a revolution that we go back to, to more traditional gaming. Yeah. I mean, people remember, like, you know what was good? Games that were, you know, like from the olden times, like like in the arcade mm -hmm. or like on the old Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. And it was announced today that a series that is very near and dear to my heart, a series called Streets of Rage from Sega, yeah. um, they did three of them back on the Sega Genesis. And... But personally, Streets of Rage 2 is one of my all-time favorite games. I love that game. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. it, like The characters are very interactive. If For a simple game, there was a lot of complexity to controlling the characters. It was really good. It's one of, I, I, I said, it's one of my favorite brawlers. I remember I, I repurchased it on the Nintendo Wii. Because <laughs> back the, when the yeah. Wii came out, they had the virtual console where you can get all these old games from mm -hmm. the NES, the Super NES, the Genesis. Yeah. They, they went to either stuff that was non-Nintendo that they... They they got they they partnered up with other companies. Yeah, I, I downloaded Comic Zone. You did? Yeah. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah, dude! Oh, dude! <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, you're gonna send me on a tangent with that one. <laughs> fuck man, that game it was cool, but man, that game was hard as fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh my lord, that game is just that was a rough one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the, the the old video game store that was across the street from mm -hmm. Comic Galaxy Game Stuff. I remember I played that there because I actually one summer I worked. At that store, yeah, and I would just sit there. They'd have me you know, sit, down, pick a game, and play it because they always wanted a game playing. They didn't just want a, a blank television or just a, you know, yeah, whatever. Unless there was a big sports thing everyone wanted to watch. If there was nothing else going on, then hey, put they would put it on. And uh, man, uh, Comic Zone kicked my <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one, man. Oh, I I have to check to see if it's on like I I bought one of those compilation discs way back when mm. for my Xbox 360, which had a bunch of it was like Sonic's Ultimate Sega Genesis Collection. I have to I have to check if that's if that it's game on is there. on there so I can go get my <laughs> dick punched in <laughs> with no regard for my own safety. Man, that was a tough one. I remember there was one I forgot there was like a fourth or fifth page where it was, I just kept getting stuck. There was like oh. these like these toxic monsters just. Beating me like, like a rented mule. <laughs> that was a rough game. But you know that Streets of Rage game. Yeah, mm -hmm. That when I first got my Sega Genesis, that was the game that came with it. You know, back in the day when they used to just include games yeah. without being a special promotion. Like, hey, we want you to buy this thing. We want you to play something on it. Yeah. 
And in that hour, I played the shit out of that game. And it was cool. Mm-hmm. And when I get to, when some one of my friends would come over and we play two players, oh, so badass! <laughs> like uh, there was one uh, the main character Axel, he was really cool. Like he's very much like a Ryu from, mm-hmm. or he was a combination of Ryu and Ken from Street Fighter. Like oh, as always, all these characters are analogs of one another from other games. Yeah. And uh, Axel had these cool moves. And the one character I really liked using them was this big dude Max, and he was like a pro wrestler. <laughs> all of his moves. We're based in pro wrestling. Like, if you grab someone from behind and press back and B button, he'd just do a German suplex. Oh, nice. Like, if you jump yeah. and press the button, he'd do an atomic drop where, like, you put your knee up someone's ass. If you don't know what an atomic drop is, that is what an atomic drop is. The, the knee going into the asshole. <laughs> they used it a lot in the 80s. They don't really use it a lot anymore nowadays in modern wrestling. Yeah. Unless they want to do a comedy spot <laughs> and to show a, a, how strong someone's ass is. <laughs> But that game, the Streets of Rage, was so good and so it's so great. But today, it just happened today. They announced Streets of Rage Part Four. The, this is the first time in literally twenty five years. Yeah. Because they did one, two, and three on the Genesis, so it's about twenty four, twenty five years since the last time they did one of these games. And it's kind of a big. It kind of blew up on the internet. Sega announced that they're working with a lot of these, a couple of these independent publishers, because that's that's a big thing now. Unless yeah. it's either a triple A. We're going to spend $100 million on the game, or we're going to go to some independent guys. You know, two guys in a garage, yeah. <laughs> five guys in a, in a rented WeWork <laughs> office downtown some Silicon Valley to make this game. And so like, these guys have experience making other two-dimensional games, so like Sega's put upon them to make Streets of Rage 4. I haven't had a chance to watch the trailer. I saw on some, some of my friends were sharing this. My brother literally texted me, because my brother, he, he oftentimes would be my tag team partner yeah. in playing Streets of Rage way back when. And, yeah, we, we, we played together. And, like, he texted me this morning while I was at my, I was at my, at my job. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he texted me the trailer. I didn't want get to watch the trailer, but I saw like, oh, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Streets of Rage 4, what the fuck? Nice. Like, everything is old is new again. Yeah. Everything's coming back. Oh, yeah. So that that's something that obviously is very important. Like, I think it's very cool. But, yeah, a lot of older things keep coming back. Obviously, the NES classic, mm-hmm. that's a lot of two-dimensional gaming. The Super mm-hmm. Nintendo classic with more two-dimensional gaming. Simplicity is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a, a lot gets lost in a lot of entertainment nowadays. That's what I think. That's gonna be. I think that's gonna be the theme of tonight. Because I, it, uh, if you don't, if you follow my Twitter, I did kind of give a preview of what was gonna happen tonight. Because I declared on Twitter at Dre GP Podcast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm gonna be trying to be tweeting a little bit more. Uh, I decided. Well, I ended up not getting hammered. I, I had to put on Twitter. I was gonna get hammered and watch the Matrix trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot more time on my hands now. <laughs> and so I decided, oh, I have to invest more time into the show and more, do a lot of stupid things. Like, last week we were talking about when the DC Universe app comes out. Yeah. We, oh, we got to watch all the shit movies. Oh, let's go watch Steel. Go watch, oh, we're going to watch Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah. And, and all the terrible films that, that just, ugh, send shivers down your spine. But I was like, for whatever reason, the other day, Mm-hmm. I had this weird urge. I had an urge in my soul to watch the Matrix trilogy. So I did. I, I did not get hammered, but I, I did sit down uh, over the last couple nights. I, I didn't do it that night. I think I, I don't know what I ended up watching. I think I ended up watching someone else. Yeah, I ended up watching someone else either on Netflix or just on TV. But we're gonna get to that like, again. When things are simple, I think mean, if you can come up with a simple core concept and make it entertaining, that yeah. 
That's, a, that's the, the, the driving force. I feel that's what works in all entertainment mediums, whether it be it a movie or a TV show. Mm-hmm. Or oh, speaking of which, TV shows, even though it's complex, Better Call Saul. Yeah. That, I think, they. I, I, I teased that last week. We're going to talk about that this mm. week. I'm glad I remembered right now. Better <laughs> Call Saul. Or as I like to call it, the best TV show yeah. no one is watching. It's, this is... Yeah. It's a, have you been keeping up? Yeah, I've been I'm, keeping I'm an episode that. behind. Obviously, after tonight, well, I'll be two episodes behind. <laughs> yeah, I've been keeping up. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's just... Uh... Like you, you know, you've always said that like once it's over, it's gonna be better than Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's I've been saying that for the last few weeks. I'm like, yeah, yeah just especially the way this new season mm-hmm. has started. I'm like, we're really on the road of of Jimmy McGill becoming Saul Goodman, that character that we we all jokingly loved yeah. in Breaking and Breaking Bad. He was kind of the comic relief mm-hmm. to to counterbalance the seriousness of Walter White and Jesse mm-hmm. Pinkman. I mean, early on, Jesse Pinkman was kind of like a Kind of funny character, but as as more tragedy happened to him, yeah, he got a lot darker. He got very dark very quickly throughout <laughs> yeah. the series, and then we introduced Saul Goodman, who really yeah. functioned as that kind of like, hey, kind of funny, like like let's let's lighten things up a little bit. Yeah. Although he is he was very representative of a lot of the series characters. Well, not only that, but like even if you go back to like his first appearance on, on Breaking Bad, he was kind of shitty. I mean, like he he figured out who Walter White was, and he basically blackmailed him. Into, yeah, like, you know. Like he was, he, he was. <laughs> He's not dumb. Yeah, he, like he was actually a really good lawyer who just had really evil clients. Yeah, pretty much. And then, and I think that's the beautiful thing about this Better Call Saul show. Like I've said before on on this program and mm-hmm. many other times, like if you've never watched Better, if you've never watched Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul is still an enjoyable experience. Yeah. You're watching this character of Jimmy McGill progress and like you see him struggle like you see him even in the face of success he still chooses yeah. a harder road he in season two he becomes a successful he can become a successful lawyer but chooses not to mm-hmm. because that's not really what he wanted he, yeah he kept looking for the approval of his brother and that's yeah, all it was at the end yeah he wanted to prove to his brother that he too could be a real lawyer even though he went to the college of america samoa <laughs> yeah. which i love that he was like wearing the sweatshirt yeah. like in the, in the first episode <laughs> like rocking his alma mater I mean, like, I mean, that, that, I mean, that's cool. That's a, a proud of Jimmy. Re- represent that alma mater. <laughs> but it, and it also, I guess, also shows it, like, because even before he was a lawyer, he was, he was like the ultimate con man. Oh yeah, and it just shows that, like, that's what I, I kind of feel like that's what makes him a good lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no, that is extremely right. No. You, you, you've nailed the point right on the head because he's ex- yeah. A, a con man and the lawyer, the only difference between the two of them is a law degree. Yeah. <laughs> They're roughly making the same amount of money. Yeah. Just one's doing it illegally and one's doing it legally. Yeah. Charging people by the hour, the other one's just hustling people mm-hmm. for as much as they can take. And Jimmy has figured out a way to balance both. <laughs> and, and again, it, uh, like to, to go with tonight's theme, it it's not really that complex. The show, yeah. there's a lot of things going on, but it's not super complex. Yeah. No, yeah. There, there's not the, the wheels within wheels I always mm-hmm. talk about from other shows. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a different premises. Like It sometimes can get a little uh, convoluted where characters make choices that are not logical. Yeah. Which I've, I think that's what drives fiction more than like nonfiction. When people make an illog- when people, yeah. people making illogical choices is the driving, is the driving yeah. force in a fictional piece. What? That's the thing. I don't know if you saw it. I posted this video. I saw this mm-hmm. video that was floating around today about how people complain. Uh, the biggest complaint people make are, are about plot holes. Oh, see, I didn't get to watch that. I wanted to watch that, but I didn't get to. And tell, there, tell us about it. There's this really good thing in there where the guy talks about how, you know, uh, 
the the biggest thing people complain about potholes, but what what people complain about aren't actually potholes. And he was talking about how like you know like uh, for instance like he was saying that like you know uh, when you have a logic problem in the sense that why didn't this person do this instead? Mm-hmm. That's not a plot hole because if they did the perfect thing every time, the story would be boring. Yeah, the, the, the story end. would end in yeah. five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that that's like the biggest issue I have yeah. with people complaining about. Oh, why didn't Thanos just do this Infinity War? Yeah. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they just like destroy the gem like ten minutes in? Then you wouldn't have a movie. Yeah, <laughs> the movie would be done. <laughs> and so that's that's the big thing. Is like you know like um, so everyone they're basically mislabeling what a plot hole really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, plot hole is. He said the definition of a plot hole is just basically the story sets up rules and then the story contradicts those rules. That's a plot hole. Right. You know, and other than that, it's just like, it just, you know, it's just part of the story. <laughs> exactly. That's a, and then the, the tweet that I made last week is uh, mm-hmm. we cannot use real world logic mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> we, can't, we can't use real world logic and rules when we're judging a piece of fiction because fiction is by definition, in yeah. ignorance of the real world rules mm-hmm. and logic, uh, Superman can fly. Yeah. Harry Potter has magic. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man makes suits of armor yeah. for I don't know how. It's instantly the the, the, the fusion does not. Yeah. <laughs> the the technology doesn't make sense. It's because it's fiction. It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. There, there is no basis of rule. That people will say, oh. What's the, the the Batman of uh, of Chris Nolan? Like I said, oh yeah, that was probably the closest to a like, a superhero function in the real world, but it was still ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's still. He, I always joke about how in the third one he got that brace mm-hmm. and he, he he was able to kick down brick walls. And he had no cartilage in his knee. Yeah, <laughs> that was so ridiculous. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> like there are no rules. I, I see how a G son is about to a G son Mike Kirksey is about to give us the his G science, but no, it's fiction. Fiction yeah. is fake. But people can fly. We travel through time. Mm-hmm. We uh, there, there's all sorts of things that are not. It's it's not real. <laughs> it's not real, and that's uh, that's the point of fiction is to create something. There you go. There we go. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> the me the, the, the meaning made that that is a, a famed writer Grant Morrison who gave us that line <laughs> in Comic Con 2011 or 2012 somewhere uh, <laughs> when he when he said that. A Comic Con to someone. Yeah, it it, it it's fiction. It's it, it's supposed to be fictional. Yeah. Like I'm playing Overwatch. I can't complain about the like. Oh, that person should be able to face through a wall. It's a video game. <laughs> Superman shouldn't be able to jump over a building. It's a movie yeah. or it's a comic book. It's mm-hmm. it's not real. We, we get to play with the with the laws of physics. We get to play with them mm-hmm. within the rules. Uh, we make our own rules in yeah. the logic. Where uh, J.K. Rowling, when she created the Harry Potter world. She created a world of magic, but she did set up rules within yeah. it. But obviously, sometimes you know Harry Potter, being the hero, would get to break those rules yeah. <laughs> often and frequently, as you know the hero of a story mm-hmm. will often do. <laughs> the heroes and the villains will break the rules yeah. in, 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 the, in these conflicts. And that, that's the thing where I, I, I get mad. I, I get annoyed. I shouldn't say I get mad. I get annoyed when people complain. Like you said, yeah. that video that when people complain about a plot hole. But we don't know what's in the universe. You know what? As far as the known universe goes, uh, <laughs> until a higher being comes and shows us how to make Iron Man armor, I'm going to wait and deal with <laughs> what we have in front of us. <laughs> until, uh, until I can get a friggin' magical pill like in the Jetsons <laughs> that'll give me my full meal, or I can just drop a, put a drop on a pill and turn it into a turkey. <laughs> I'm going to wait until that can actually happen until I can see it with my own eyes. Yeah. 
Or as my drunken friend said the other night at karaoke, she's like, it doesn't matter, none of this is real. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just freaking traveling through whatever this dimension is. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I'd like to take your drugs. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to have what she's having, sir. But yeah, it's, just, it's all about the, uh, it's fiction, but, and fiction is best when it's relatively simple. Yeah. The original Star Wars trilogy was pretty simple. The prequel trilogy added too many things, it's where the Force yeah. was just kind of like, you just believe in it. Yeah. <laughs> Either you have it, or you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke has it. Darth Vader has it. Leia kind of has it. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor, lightning. Yeah, lightning. <laughs> <laughs> you start playing around with it. Hey, you know, when you're evil, lightning. Yeah. Then prequel trilogy, midichlorians. Yeah. Younglings. Oh, he's too old. Now we have all these rules. Oh, he's too old to become a Jedi. Oh, he can't do this. Oh, even though we've established that oh, no, that shit matters. Another yeah. reason why the prequels are not great. Yeah. It's like when, when you a lot of these like I think sometimes they try to construct these worlds a little too much. They're adding yeah. they're adding too many bushes to the park. They're adding. <laughs> It's like, oh, why do we have to have all these gas stations everywhere? You're, you're building a world, you're going too deep in the world building. Yeah. Where the good place, mm-hmm. that's something where they built a rule, uh, they, they build a world, they set rules to deliberately break them all the time. Yeah. And, and it's and it's fun. It's like, all right, cool, we'll just change that. Fuck it. <laughs> it's, 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 that one is based on breaking all, like, setting up what you think is real. Yeah. Like, oh, we're in the good place. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched The Good Place, they're not. <laughs> And that's what makes it great. What was it? I, I saw a video this morning uh, mm-hmm. about how uh, supposedly there's there's actual like little tidbits that shows that the good place and is the same universe as uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> so you're telling me like Leslie Nope and all those people who are like they're all dead and they're, yeah. they're living this idealistic world. <laughs> And all the Eagleton people are people who happen to be coming from the bad place. Eagleton, Eagleton's the bad place, and Polly's the good place. Kind of makes sense. It does. <laughs> oh no! Because uh, the same showrunners yeah. ran both. Mike Michael Sher, one yeah. of the showrunners, runs both. Oh, that's that, that's a, that's a lot of fun to think about. <laughs> Leslie, nope she she does belong in the good place, yeah. even though she could be very vindictive sometimes. She. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. All right. So let me let me just jump right in. Since we're, I was kind of setting up there when I was talking about Star Wars and yeah. the original trilogy, really good. Yeah. Prequels. Nah. <laughs> so I watched the Matrix trilogy. Well, as much as much as I could physically consume in the last forty hours, like last night, I watched the original Matrix movie. Today, and then I started uh, Matrix Reloaded, and then I finished Reloaded. And I watched as much as Revolutions like possibly could. I was watching at 1.5 speed. You know what's something odd about I noticed about Matrix Revolutions? People speak slowly in that movie. <laughs> Neo speaks slowly. The Oracle speaks slowly. Agent Smith speaks incredibly slowly. So when you're watching it at 1.5 speed, it sounds normal. That's normal. <laughs> I've done that one other time. There was a, there was a Harry, when the Harry Potter 8.1 and 8.2 or when 8.2 came out. They did a thing where you can watch 8.1 and 8.2 back to back. And I was like, oh man, I spent like the previous three days like cramming one through six. And like the day I was supposed to go watch 8.2 and 8.1, I was watching six and seven at 1.5 speed. I'm like, come on! 
<laughs> I'd got home from work. I'm like, I gotta do this. Because I had to get to the Montebello AM. I was one of the only places nearby. I was doing the Montebello AMC. I was like cramming in, freaking, freaking. What was it? Ah, oh, God, I can't remember. Five and six. Half Blood Prince and the the other one, the freaking. Gosh, I was like reciting them this morning to my coworker. I can't I can't remember them right now on the spot. I watched five and six at one point five speed. It was pretty hilarious. Was like everyone like fast talking. I was like, oh, Harry Potter written by Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> and I watched Revolutions at one point five. It kind of helped the plot move yeah. along a little faster. So original Matrix. Let's yeah. get into that movie. Was pretty simple. There were so it was very complex. Yeah, I remember back when that movie came out. That was like 1998, 1999. Yeah, yeah. it's like where like people would talk about it, like oh you, they use the line from the movie. Or like oh you cannot be told what the Matrix is. Yeah, you have to see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And like then that that first time you see the Matrix, you're like oh shit, it really like you start grabbing at the back of your head. You're like oh man, <laughs> I, that movie fucked me up. I was like holy shit, it was really that was a very mind blowing really interesting take on, you know, oh, dysto- a dystopian future where we are fucking batteries for the fucking, oh, yeah. for machines. And that self-contained, if that was the only thing we'd ever gotten, yeah. I think it would go down in fucking legend, man. Yeah. It was like a fucking, such a, structurally so good. It was pretty simple. They followed that through line. Mm-hmm. They think Neo is the one, Neo doesn't believe he's the one, everyone else except for, well, Morpheus thinks he's the one. Trinity is pretty sure she he's the one. Oh, the Oracle told me I'd fall in love with the one. Oh, okay, cool. And then, oh, by the end of the movie, he is the one. He's yeah. badass. He's dodging bullets. He freaking stops the bullet. He comes back to life. It's so freaking cool. It's like, oh, my God. This is so amazing. <laughs> and the Wachowskis, because they, they wrote it and, and directed it, yeah. that, was the, that was it. That was like, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. But the problem was... <laughs> Made too much money. It well, it, it kind of made too much. Well, it didn't. <laughs> like, not that it made too much money. It's like they're like, oh, let, like let's let's build this more. Yeah. And nah, <laughs> nah. Like you have a good idea, and then like it just that, that was. I was like, you're watching. You're watching it. It's so cool. So many cool things. The mar- they, they they brought in the Hong Kong, you know, martial arts. Like the the combination of everything that was put into it. The yeah. Hong Kong fight team. Wu Yong Peng, I believe, is like. I, forgive me if I don't remember how to pronounce his name, but. They brought him in. Bringing in that the director of photography is really good. The design wasn't a Geiger who designed a bunch yeah. of the, a bunch of the, the Matrix. Like it was this combination of all these things, and you have dopey, wide-eyed freaking Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and 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 that was actually Neo at his best when he didn't know what he was doing. He was kind of just kind of like he did like one whoa. Yeah, <laughs> everyone thinks he does like fifteen whoa's in the movie. He just does one. <laughs> when Morpheus jumps from one building to the other, he's like. Whoa. And that was it. Now everyone associates. Yeah. They're like, oh, I have to whoa throughout the entire movie. And there's all that cool stuff. The fight is the. I still, to this day, my favorite fight in all the movies is Neo versus Morpheus when, during the yeah. training program. Yeah. Like, I always yell, whenever I'm playing any fighting game, I'm playing, like, stop trying to hit me and hit me. <laughs> That's like one of the best, like, Morpheus lines. I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> is, that, is that air you're breathing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop trying. Stop. <laughs> stop thinking. Trying. Stop trying to be faster and just be faster. It's so like all this like really metaphysical stuff uh, was like relatively simple because like, yeah. it's just feeding you little by little mm-hmm. this compartmentalized world 
And it was great. Yeah, Morpheus was all-knowing. Trinity's badass. And just, they took you from A to B. Uh, and again, uh, I have to say that the best actor, actually, in all three movies, Hugo Weaving. Yeah. His performance as Agent Smith is, like, the only fucking... <laughs> <laughs> only fucking, like, positive. Where, like, he was consistently, you know... He was consistently awesome every time he's on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like, single-mindedly just... I'm going to end you. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause I, I, you know, as I was re-watching the first one, like, fuck, man. Cause I, 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 I love quoting movies. I love using those... Yeah. Uh, like movie lines it, you remind me all the time I'm constantly quoting shit all the time like I'm applying yeah. movie quotes or TV show quotes to like, and just that movie, I realized how many of the fucking lines from that movie I, I reused <laughs> find them and destroy them like Jai Polidor if you're still watching I used to yell that out all the time when we worked at GameStop <laughs> that was a, one of my favorite Agent Smith lines and then uh, see Jai Polidor this, this joke is specifically for Jai Polidor hmm upgrades <laughs> now I would, I would say that all the time when we worked at a, a GameStop at the Monteville Mall. Yeah. Whenever we saw a woman who we, sus- who we suspected uh. had uh, enhancements. <laughs> so I'd go, hmm, upgrades. <laughs> yeah, by the dude. Upgrades. Yeah. I, and yeah, just from that first Matrix alone, just yeah. how many times I'm like, fuck, I quote this movie a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Because, like, realistically, I've only... If I have to, like, put a number on it, I've only seen the movie, like, this might be the fifth time I've ever watched it, considering it's almost 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, I, I own, like, three versions of it. <laughs> like, I, I, even though, like, now I'm sitting, I'm, I'm going to sit here and shit on two and three right now, but, like, I own it all. I have the Animatrix. I have all yeah. the stuff. I wanted to also watch the Animatrix. There's a lot of cool stuff in there that I kind of gave you. See, that, I don't know if the Wachowskis really built that stuff, too, but yeah. that stuff was really good, the final flight of the Osiris, mm-hmm. showing the, the, the war between that machines and them deciding, like, oh, we're going to... We're gonna scorch the skies. Yeah. Take away solar power. That'll that'll show the machines. <laughs> Whoops. We're all to ourselves now. But Matrix, you know, just oh, so superior, so good. Oh, and then we get Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Which, on one hand, action-wise, I mean that did not change. Mm-hmm. All the action sequences yeah. in Reloaded were amazing. The fights. Uh, I dare say the fights were actually much more elegant. No, oh, and they, they really pushed it. That they, 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 oh, they went full on. Yeah. And it, it, the, 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 the 2003 uh, <laughs> CG, man. <laughs> I dare say they look like, um, look like real late PS3 graphics. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's, I, again, that's probably the problem of watching something from 15 years ago yeah. on an HDTV on Blu-ray. Man, every time they go to show Neo flying or doing some like really ridiculous CG mm-hmm. thing, he looked like a rubber man. No. And then all the all the, like uh, my probably my second favorite fight in the whole Matrix trilogy, the the Burly Man brawl, where it's like Neo is fighting the hundreds of uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the hundreds of freaking Agent Smiths. Like <laughs> me, me too, more, <laughs> more. And like, Neo's like, what the fuck? And again, that was like just the culmination of just so much freaking. Uh, props to that fight team for putting together that crazy fight. It yeah, just, and again, and that one was really elegant. Like, you're like Neo fights the, the three new agents, and it's just like it's so fluid. Like everything he's doing, and and that and, that, and inherently that, this brings me to one of the problems I have with Matrix uh, Reloaded, where Neo is just the opposite of what he was in 
you know, in the original Matrix, where he was, you know, okay, he didn't know anything, and this, now he's just like this, this stoic, like, the only, the only time he ever shows any emotion is when he's boning Trinity. Yeah. That's pretty much the only emotion ever. <laughs> the rest of the movie, he's just kind of just like, there, with his sunglasses on, just trying to be like, I am the most badass, badass in the whole badass world. <laughs> I can stop bullets with my mind. And can fly. And I can fly. He's like, just doing a Superman yeah. all the way through, whoosh, doing a Superman thing. <laughs> And he was so vanilla, and yeah, it, it kind of, <laughs> I don't know, it, it hurt me to kind of rewatch that. I'm like, man, he's like as awesome as Agent Smith is. Like, yeah. Keanu in the second one is, no, yeah. no, it's just not good. And then you get you get that scene at the end. Like, anything that didn't have to do with a fight was really forced. You had the, you had the orgy underground, like the big orgy after Morpheus gives his, you know, his warrior speech. <laughs> It's like, we will survive! <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> and, yeah, I, I feel like they tried too hard. I, 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 that, that's, that was my feeling, just watching that. It's like, they're trying to create... They couldn't live up to the world they kind of, like, they kind of committed to. Yeah. They went too hard, like... And it just, like, it got so convoluted with the Keymaker and the Merovingian and the... <laughs> And the architect, and you find out the oracle's not a; she's a program, and everything's everything's meant to. This is the sixth time we've done like you know, this whole convoluted thing. Like we we've done this many times. So you you are a fraction <laughs> that we cannot balance out. As like it was much cooler when it was just like, all right, he's the chosen one. Yeah, he can he can see everything. No, he's just a fucking remainder in a math equation that can apparently. Uh, he is an anomaly that can affect the matrix. Yeah. So we've created, we've constructed this ruse <laughs> where, yeah, we're going to kill everyone. And this is how we can control you. It's all about, they, they really hammer home the choice and control. You have no choice. Yeah. All the, you think you have all these decisions, but you really don't. And then Agent Smith is hammering that home. And then the Oracle and the Merovingian. <laughs> when... Oh, you know, I, I'm surprised that they got away with without the the Merovingian gave a woman a fucking orgasm with his cake. He wrote a cake program, and you watch this woman eat this piece of cake, and like one bite, and they digitally show her freaking vagina explode. <laughs> and then he goes and sneaks off to get a blowjob from her. Now I've made her very horny. I am very French. I am going to have sex now. <laughs> Uh, the beautiful Monica Bellucci uses that, you know, the, the, the forces the plot, you know, yeah. plot along. Okay, she's mad that her husband, the Merovingian, cheats on him all the time. So, oh, I would hate the one. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate the Morpheus. So here is the keymaker. And I'm like, where, where's the gatekeeper? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I really want, I like, it, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's already little riff tracks of like, hey, where's Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Where's the gatekeeper? <laughs> And, oh, it's just, it, it really hurt me to watch all the, like, I really wanted to fast forward through, but I, I knew if I was going to talk about it on tonight's show, I was really going to have to sit through a lot of the bad dialogue, just yeah. parse through it, and be able to sit here and be like, <laughs> they, they, they went they went a little too hard with the, the yeah. trying to, they went really far with the philosophy. Yeah, that was a big thing in that movie. They tried to, like, you know, build this whole, like, philosophy and world, and it just was like... Way too he's, much. <laughs> he's Jesus, but he's not Jesus. Yeah. And it, 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 
it, it, it lost itself. And then obviously when, when Revolutions came out, I remember being really annoyed because I, 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 I dare say young young Dre at 2003, I was a big fucking Matrix fan. I was so fucking excited. Yeah. Was like, oh my fucking God, I can't this fucking movie. You're fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like I, I bought the I bought the Enter the Matrix video game that came out. That was then the, the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox generation. Yeah, and it was funny. I, I, as I was watching Reloaded, and I'm like, oh, this is where the video game comes in. Like we're like, mm. if you wanted more plot, they sh- they literally shot scenes. Yeah. with uh, Jada Pinkett, with uh, the game played Ghost, with uh, all these other characters, Sarah, from, where you'd see that if you made it through parts of the game, it would cut to some. Uh, Full motion video yeah. of scenes you wouldn't see in the movie that would connect events between revolutions and uh, well, between reloaded and revolutions. Yeah, like oh, how when did she go see the oracle that, that let her know like you need to give that motherfucker your ship? Yeah, <laughs> at the beginning of revolution, you got to give Neo your ship so he can go get blind. <laughs> it's like oh, that, that's that's something they really try to cram every single like. Philosophical or like religious figure into it. Yeah. I, I, that, that's that's the feeling I got as the, as it as it progressed. He's mm-hmm. not only Jesus, but he's also Job, and he's also whichever religious or fantastical figure got blind because he was blind. But oh, he could still see. He could see Agent Smith. Yeah, and it's like he sacrificed himself for everyone. It's like oh, Neo is our Jesus. Yeah. Will Neo ever come back? Yes, in the video game, The Matrix Online, Neo returned. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that was their big thing. I'm like, oh, the Matrix Online. I was super excited for that game, but I never had a gaming PC that was connected to the internet back in you know, 2005 or yeah. whenever, whenever that happened. I never got to play the Matrix Online. I was, <laughs> I was very disappointed. And I think back, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can dream, continue through. But, yeah. Ugh. Action, but action-wise? Yeah. Still, like, that was probably... If they could have just put those two movies together... And cut out a lot of the extra bullshit. <laughs> it might have been okay. Yeah. It it wouldn't be like the way people look at it now. Like, oh, man, Revolutions got beat by Elf. Elf beat the dick off of freaking Revolution. <laughs> Revolutions never got the ground. I'm sure Warner Brothers was like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, pose and the Matrix is done. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed are thee. <laughs> and I, 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 I think the Wachowskis they had that they had that one good movie in them, and that was it. Yeah. Like, everything else that they've done since yeah. has been not as good. They, 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 that, they, that, was their, that was their shot. That was, like, their, their home run. Yeah. Everything else has been a cloud atlas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I dare say that they took the, the material of, of Alan Moore and, and you know, made that pretty fun. Oh, yeah. And V for Vendetta. Yeah. But I can't... That wasn't their material. That yeah. was... They adapted yeah. Alan Moore's piece of work. That's right. They did do that one, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, I saw bits and pieces. I saw most of it. You never watched the whole thing? No, I saw, I saw oh. the whole thing. No. But that uh, the other one they did recently. Uh, oh. The, was it Chain Tatum and... Uh, oh, freaking Jupiter Ascending yeah. or something? I was like, oh, man. That's another... Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw bits and pieces of that. It was pretty bad. <laughs> that, and, and I think... Man, they, I think they're still coasting off of that. Anyone, any day now, they can make another Matrix. Yeah. It was almost 20 years ago, and no, I don't think they can. I made it through, like, half an hour of Cloud Atlas before I just got tired of, like, every version of, of Tom Hanks and or Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah, though. They, 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 they don't have that magic. Honestly, what else have they... Other than the... 
Of three Matrix yeah. films. We did V for Vendetta. And I feel like they did something before the Matrix, though. I think there was, like, something they did. There was some... I'm sure there was some crazy, like, independent film they yeah. made. Yeah. But I, I, I don't... I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that they, you know... They're, I mean, I'm sure they're okay. They're still okay filmmakers. It's just that they're they're never going to recapture that magic. That yeah. was, like... That was it. Like, to, to, to the equivalent in, of music, you write that really good... Well, one really good song... And you're never gonna capture that again. Like yeah. you had one really cool idea, and that was it. Oh, they did that Speed Racer movie. That was them. Yeah. Okay. Really? That, that was really cool. You know what? That that, that was visually what I, well, a see, lot of fun. Uh, I'm, not, one, I'm not a big fan of that, that lead actor, but everyone else in that movie was really cool. Yeah, but I think, I think the thing about that movie that got me was I remember just seeing the trailer. I was a big Speed Racer fan growing up. Okay. And I remember seeing the trailer. I'm like, this looks really cool. And then once you see the movie, it's like a live action version of the cartoon. Oh yeah, like, it was it was so cool, it was so fun, you know. And oh no, yeah, like that. I actually I like that movie. Yeah. No, like I read a lot of people crapped on it. Yeah. Like that that was one where like they I think they took a beating on that one, but like I remember yeah. watching it and I was like, that was actually like yeah, like said, yeah. it was a live action cartoon. It was their style, the way their filmmaking mm-hmm. style was very attuned to that property. Yeah, they really made it feel like mm-hmm. you're watching those old school races from that cartoon. Yeah. Like ever, like even the the motions of all the characters, like they try to emulate what the what they would do in the cartoon. Yeah. Where like I I swear, like he did the slide across yeah. the car, just I, like yeah, speed, yeah, right? Yeah. At the end, like you know, that. No, I remember the, the scene they got me was this scene where like uh, these uh, ninjas sneak into their room at night, and then you know he's fighting them off, or and then Pop shows up, mm-hmm. and he's fighting them off, and there's this cool shot of him grabbing one of the ninjas. Mm-hmm. And the camera zooms into his into his, his hand, uh-huh. and he's got a high school ring that says uh, "Wrestling Champion," and he just starts like spinning them around over his head. It was so cool. That's very very much like a cartoon. Yeah, wasn't wasn't the dad like, like John Goodman? John Goodman, yeah. <laughs> John Goodman was dad. Yeah. John Goodman was pops. His pops racer. Pops racer. <laughs> wasn't like a famous actress like the mom. Uh, I think like, it was a Susan Sarandon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they had a cast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Matthew Fox was like yeah, Racer was X. Racer X. Yeah. <laughs> Rex Racer. <laughs> Racer X, <laughs> the world's worst kept secret. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I forgot about that yeah. one. That was like oh five, oh six, in that in that mm-hmm. kind of in between. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that would have been before V for Vendetta or after. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I know I forget one. One was after the other. I feel like it's probably after V for Vendetta. Yeah, it was after mm-hmm. V for Vendetta. Two thousand five. Let's be sure it's two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay. Oh eight. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Cause I remember seeing. It's weird, like in my head. Like I remember the when I, the first time I saw the trailer, I was in a Walmart in Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> like back when they used to show movie trailers on those TVs yeah. in Walmart. I remember see I was watching the trailer. I was like, huh? Like there yeah. it is. Yeah. There's old speed race, and then I I got to watch it on one of the movie channels. I was like, yo, it wasn't bad. Yeah. So okay, they have a couple of good ones, but again, but see the ones that the other ones that are good. It's not something that they yeah. wrote. They adapted. Mm-hmm. They took someone else's cool idea, added their visual flair to yeah. it because it, 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 they they have vision, the Wachowskis. But unfortunately, ideas. Yeah, it's uh, a crapshoot. There's always been that argument that uh, the Matrix was a knockoff of uh, the, the Invisible. The Invisibles, uh, a knockoff of a very good writer, Graham Morrison, yeah. who we frequently <laughs> bring up on this show and our other show. Yeah, so I mean. I don't know. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I recall, like, after hearing that accusation, and, you know, Comic Galaxy had a whole run of those. Man, I were flipping through it. I'm like, it does kind of make sense. 
<laughs> there are agents in the individuals. Yeah. They are. They're always. They're taking drugs to, to see the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> hmm, maybe they maybe they are just hacks. Possibility. Right? It's a strong possibility. Because even that that Jupiter movie, right? they shelved that for a long time. I remember seeing the trailer for that. Mm-hmm. I swear it didn't come out for like two years after I saw it. I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Freaking Meg Griffin as the the queen of the universe. (laughs) Channing Tatum with his freaking... His pointy ears. Pointy ears and his like clear eyes and his (laughs) hoverboard. And then Sean Bean probably dying. I'm not sure sure if he died or not. I'm sure it's in his contract. Sean Bean must die. Yeah. Like, uh, Sean Bean uh, uh, has to go down at some point yeah. in his movies. It's all, yeah. Yeah, he has to die. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Because they, 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 they did start their own comic studio for a while. Mm-hmm. and uh, Were they, Weren't they making Matrix comics? Wasn't there supposed no, to be a Matrix comic? No, there was a Matrix comics, but I forgot who put that out. It was some random studio that put it out. Mm-hmm. But Bukowski started uh, a studio. I think it was called Burly Man Comics. They're all about the Berlin. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, whoa. And, and uh, it was pretty cool because what's his name? Uh, Steve Scrooge. Oh, really? Had worked on The Matrix as a storyboard artist. Uh-huh. And so they brought him in to like, work on a book. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. I mean, there was one, I don't know what it was called. I think it was called like, Dr. Frankenstein or Doc Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like this cool, like, post apocalyptic, um, what do you call it? Uh, he was sort of like a Doc Savage, but he was like a Savage monster. Right. It was pretty fun. I mean, there was things that they did that were pretty cool, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like they, they weren't trying to pitch more movies. Like, no. like a lot of comic studios are now yeah. just making comics to hopefully sell into a movie. <laughs> it's oh man, it's, it, 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 the whole saga of the Matrix makes it makes me a little sad inside because yeah. really you know, something really cool like, you get. Like, I think when I get home today, I might just sit down and watch the Animatrix. Just because I remember like watching that and really enjoying it. Because I was working at Fry's Electronics when uh, Revolu- uh, Reloaded and then Enter the Matrix and all that stuff all happened at that time. Yeah. And or playing through Enter the Matrix. And the game was hard as fuck, man. <laughs> Ugh, Enter the Matrix, man. It was a. I, I had to work hard to get those goddamn cutscenes. <laughs> there was no easy mode. You had just to play it. And yeah. Like, oh, come on. No. Uh, and then I like I remember I think I was watching a documentary about that game. It was such a nightmare because they were trying to get it done in time because it had to come out before the movie. Before the movie, or like I, I well, they they kind of tried to do it at the same time because there, there was stuff in the, potentially stuff in the, in the game could spoil, or it was kind of it served as a bridge yeah. between uh, Reloaded and Revolutions. Mm-hmm. And you, you had to play as Niobe, or say Jada Pinkett, or you play as Ghost, yeah. <laughs> her, 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 her co-pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, for first meet, I always thought it was funny. That was supposed to be Jet Li at one point, mm-hmm. and he just yeah. That was supposed to be Jet Li. There's another girl who was supposed to be Aaliyah, but Aaliyah passed away mm-hmm. before they could make it, <laughs> get her in the movie. There's a lot of things. Because like, yeah. obviously, oh, people want to be on board. Hell yeah! What was it that that famous story that uh, that Will Smith passed on it? The original movie. Oh really? He was supposed to be Neil. Yeah, or supposed what? to be Neil. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and he passed on it to uh, to make. Uh, he didn't. He said he didn't. Under- he didn't get it. And then he made uh, Wild Wild West instead. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. God. Oh man. Well, it wasn't these two. Was it Sean Connery? When he passed he, on, he was going to be the was the architect. Or, oh really? Yeah. And he, uh, is that why they found freaking low rent <laughs> Je- Jeopardy Alex Trebek <laughs> holding his pen? 
Ergo, ergo. Oh, fuck you. As soon as they got to that scene, I really... I, I wanted to skip that scene. Because yeah. it's such a douchey fucking... Pre- it's a douchey, pretentious scene yeah. where the fucking architect is like... Like I, the, your first question is the most is the most pointless question. Yeah, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> it just it was so douchey yeah. and so like condescending, <laughs> top to bottom. Just that whole conversation. He's like, I can read your emotions. <laughs> uh, the fundamental human flaw. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all these things. Oh, that's why. Oh no, that's why the humans won again because they love and they hope and they. All these human qualities that the machines cannot understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a little disappointed in our, in our, our Facebook uh, audience today. It's not been very active. It, has, it hasn't been very big. But this is uh, this is an interactive show. But, but, but thankfully, I had enough Matrix to yeah shoulder the load <laughs> this week. This is an interactive show. If you are still watching it this far, remember always coming up. Mike Kirk's you saw something. Max Planck was the reason the Matrix was made. And apparently, it was meant for so a lot, meant for a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's <laughs> they. Uh, I wish that they had found out, found a better more more, more that was better, yeah. not more that was just like philosophy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Look at me jizzing philosophy everywhere. Yeah. Well, well it, it was what it was. But mm. you know what? I. Uh, a segment I forgot to do last week, which I, I, I remembered to do this week. I, I saw something online, and let's talk about what Dre learned this there past week. I learned something rather interesting about our good friends at Netflix. Mm-hmm. It turns out, because everyone knows Netflix now is a streaming provider, yeah. but if you go back 10 years, they were primarily a physical-based disc, the physical disc uh Thing. You get your DVDs in the mail. And <laughs> yeah, you get your DVD. Like you, you'd set up your queue. You'd, you'd yeah. have to go online, mm-hmm. set up your queue, and pick up, you know, pick the movies that you wanted, and yeah. then you'd get them in that order. Like if you paid extra, you could get two. Yeah. <laughs> and like they all came in their little self addressed envelopes that, that were already postage paid. Mm-hmm. You all had to do like, you'd open it carefully to follow the directions, or else you have trouble sending it and getting it back. So, but of course, they eventually realized, you know, because oh my god, the streaming back then was, and the streaming in two thousand six, two thousand seven was terrible. They had like twenty yeah. movies, and you had to like get like a disc, right, to put into your. Uh... Oh yeah, that that that's it. Later on, yeah. if you want to watch it on your Wii or on, yeah. uh, I remember a lot of people bought a Wii simply just to watch Netflix. Or if you're watching PS three yeah. or your Xbox three sixty, you'd have a disc inside there. You couldn't just be. Well, now it's we watch it on every fucking device. Yeah. You can watch it on your fucking Apple Watch, I'm sure. It's fucking... You can watch it anywhere. You can watch it on a toilet. But back then, it was like... It was all DVDs. It turns out... There are still 3 million subscribers who get the discs in the mail. 3 million people who are at minimum paying $8 a month. Yeah. Every quarter, they're hauling in... $58 Fifty-eight million dollars just for. Obviously, I'm sure they're making more. Yeah. Overall, but like for their old business, I think it's not even called Netflix anymore. I think it's like DVD.com, but oh. they still own it. It's still yeah. it's like a separate business. They don't call it Netflix, but like, I, I learned that from the article. Mm-hmm. How just fascinating, and you know the reason a lot of people 
I felt like the, the number one reason, like, you know, a lot of people still don't have internet. That's why there was still a blockbuster still yeah, open in, uh, in Alaska, Alaska yeah. and then one open in freaking Oregon because not everybody has high-speed internet to stream. Uh, like, right now, the, the way we're streaming the show on yeah on Facebook and on Twitch, it's high-speed internet, but not everybody has access to that. Not everybody can afford that. Yeah. And something else, another big factor for people maintaining that, the selection of movies is better. Yeah, because, because you have access pretty much to everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because they'll, they'll still buy the new releases mm-hmm. and put them available on. <laughs> Do you think that like you can get like Netflix original shows on this? On this, there are some of them that are yeah. on physical discs. No, like, I mean like through this program, you think you can get like? I wonder. Yeah, you can get like, like Stranger Things. If you right? want to watch Stranger Things, <laughs> you know that you know those DVDs and Blu-rays are at freaking Target. So if you want to watch Stranger Things, I mean, if you're willing to watch, you know. <laughs> Three or five episodes of the time. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can, they, can have, they can send you a disc of Stranger Things. Yeah. I wonder if they, they rip it onto a disc if you really like. Let's say if you really want to watch Insatiable right now. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want to watch all those stand up comedy specials. Yeah. And yeah, uh, another scary thing that, that I had read about Netflix is like, in comparison to like, you know, a blockbuster video, like Netflix has a lot smaller selection than our old blockbusters. Mm-hmm. And you would think. With with the with the internet, we'd have access to much more. Yeah. But Netflix can only retain the right. That's why they they're they're, they're so desperately creating their own content yeah. because they just have to pay for it once. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay for all the you know these yeah. TV shows and other movies in perpetuity. Yeah, it's funny because it, there's an article that came out about uh, the Disney app, Disney Play. Uh, Disney Play. Yeah. That's how we found out that was a name. Thanks. Yeah. To, uh, I saw Mike Lee posted. But the thing that did well, trip me out was the fact that because Disney moved all their stuff from Netflix. Right? Yeah. And the article went to say that, like, oh, by doing that, they're losing $300 million a year from Netflix. Netflix is paying $300 million a year. Because they, they, they were kind of the exclusive yeah. like, content holders for all that. Yeah. Wow, Disney's taking a big fucking risk. Yeah. I, don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be making $300 million a year from, from yeah. the, the Disney Play. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are going to sign up for it. I know Mike Lee is going to sign up for it. I, I'm probably going to sign up for it to say... Because hey, why not? Yeah, <laughs> another 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 streaming provider. Why yeah. not? Well, like I said, we're in the pain. At the end of the day, when everyone has their own fucking streaming content, like if you want to watch everything, you're gonna end up paying more mm-hmm. than fucking cable or satellite. Yeah. If you want to watch everything, mm-hmm. you know that you have to get together with some friends and share passwords. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's that's the workaround. I, I think that's the next thing that they're gonna figure out a way around that. They're gonna find a way to like stop people. Oh, dude, like, fucking um. What was it uh, the WWE Network? Like yeah. the, the, they obviously one of the first ones. Yeah, if you try to watch it on m- more than one device at the same time, they fucking kill both. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was trying to watch, uh, or the, what, what happened? Uh, when me and my friends were trying to watch one of the one of the big shows. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, the the Apple TV stopped working, so we literally turned on the PS4 to switch to watch the that, and it was like, oh no, you're trying to access more than one device at the same time. Damn. And we got cut off. Yeah, <laughs> I know Netflix, but they, you could do two devices at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, that, after that, it's something after that. Then they start getting wrong. So they, so they, 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 they know. Yeah. They know what's happening. They know people are sharing. Yeah. Like, uh, my, my my Japanese uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling World, with their streaming service, I have access to. I uh, I can't limit to anyone because mm-hmm. I know I know for a fact that if I tr- I try watching on my Fire TV and then if I try watching on my phone, it auto logs out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it logs out all the devices. Yeah, that's funny. 
So you can't just go to someone's house and like, oh, let me just enter my password and bam, there you go. Now you have it. Now you have it whenever you want to. Yeah, no. Uh, they no, they're, they're, they're smart, dude. Yeah. Uh, these companies, they're not dumb. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. They know they 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 want all they want all the subscribers. Yeah. They want everyone to pay. Yeah, they're, they're investing. If Disney is willing to give up three hundred, fuck, three hundred million dollars, and that's just for like just letting them use it. Like, yeah, it's not like you know. There's no. That's just like just do it. Just the, here, here's the digital data. Yeah. Here's three hundred million dollars. Yeah. Here's Black Panther. Like next month, Black Panther yeah. and uh, the other one, uh, Wrinkle in Time, are going to show yeah. up on Netflix because I think uh, Infinity was going to be the last one, right? Apparently. Yeah, no, I'm in the. I'm in the Wasp was going to be the final one before through through that deal, yeah. and then next year when Disney Play starts yeah. up. Because they said Captain Marvel will be the first one. Um, it will be exclusive to the, the Disney Play yeah. when that comes out. See, the thing is, like, I read the article on that, and it's like, it's interesting. It's, I, I, I'm actually more interested in, in this mysterious Marvel uh, project they're going to be doing mm-hmm. on there than I am about the Star, Star Wars, Wars one. But the only thing is, that it, they're talking about how like like everyone is saying like, oh, this is the Netflix killer. I don't think so. I really don't think so because it's so like yeah, Mar- like Disney owns a lot, but it's still just Disney it's just stuff. only Disney stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, because yeah. when I had uh, the Disney movies anywhere, it's like yeah. when, when, it, when it was just Disney alone. I mean. You look at the, the the roster, and I think it's not going to be a Netflix killer because for just as many people that love Disney, I feel like there's an equal amount of people who hate Disney. Yeah, who are just on um, this principle alone yeah. are not going to freaking watch it. I feel like there's I feel like there's a certain segment of nerds who won't, who don't watch Marvel movies because they're Disney. They're Disney. Yeah. It, it, they, they, they they are polar. Yeah. The bigger stuff gets, the more polarizing it becomes. You yeah. know, Disney kind of represents everything that is wrong with. I hate to say that, but they do kind of represent everything that's wrong with media because they're just buying everything up yeah. and they're creating this giant corporation yeah. that controls everything. Now they're creating their own app and forcing people to pay however much you're going to pay six, seven, eight dollars a month to have access yeah. to all their stuff. I will happily hug my Blu-rays <laughs> that I currently have that I managed to per- to acquire <laughs> while I worked there. I don't have any most of the new stuff. I buy all the Marvel stuff because I'm a slut, but. I like to have that physical disc. I, I watched, I watched Thor Ragnarok the other day yeah. with Taika Waititi's uh, commentary. Wow, <laughs> I love that man. He is out of his mind. <laughs> he is. Woo! I want whatever drugs he's having. He's not even on drugs. He's just insane. You know what? I, I watched. Uh, oh, Thor, Thor has an M on one side of his head. He has a Z. He's representing me, New Zealand. I watched the uh, search for the wilder people. I, I saw I, you. You posted and, that on online. You know, and, and it's, 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 where, where was that on? Was that on Hulu? Hulu, Hulu oh, yeah. Some bitch. I don't remember. Uh, but you know, this is that. This is like the, the biggest comment I can give. Is it? I feel like watching that movie and then watching Thor Ragnarok. I feel like the eighties has, has just got into New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> he's making these cool eighties movies. That's what he's doing. Like, <laughs> Oh, I saw the other side of the world. The '80s have just gone to New Zealand. <laughs> oh, Taika Waititi. Because that, that yeah, I guess he would be perfect to replace James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> because that's uh, that. that Search for the Wilder People. It, it's so like it's an '80s movie. It's an '80s like uh, you know, uh, 
what do you call it? Like a monster movie or no? Like they're, they're like they're like on the run. Like there's like it's like a road trip movie type of thing. Like a like a kind of a an eighties road trip, like like Midnight Run. Yeah, or? similar. Like they're, 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 they're Morning Night Run. <laughs> but then you like realize too, like in this movie, like it goes over the course of like six months. Oh really? And they're just constantly just on the run. It's really funny. It's really interesting. They're the wealthy people that are being hunted. Yeah. I presume the yeah. main characters. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I have to watch that one. I have to complete the Taika the, the, the Taika trilogy. The Taika trilogy. Because uh, you got to watch What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. You got to watch Hunt for the Wilder People and then Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I'm sure Thor Four. Yeah. <laughs> More eighties. Because even like I think even the soundtrack it wasn't it and it wasn't even a soundtrack it was just it was just uh, what do you call it uh, like uh, a score. Mm-hmm. It was such an easy score like a lot of synthesizers a lot of like. Oh my God. A lot of like. Uh, <laughs> So it had a bit of a Stranger Things sort of uh, soundtrack. Uh, I I think my favorite, one of my other favorites from the Taika Waititi (laughs) freaking uh, commentary was him pointing out like there's a three-headed dude where he's one of the faces. (laughs) I'll just pay attention. There's a scene at the end where where Korg also is talking about is freeing Loki to see a good, get a good look at the three-headed dude. You see the, the head on the left. It's Taika right there going... <laughs> I was slain by that. That was pretty great. Like, fucking Taika. He's, just a, he's such a madcap ball of energy. Yeah. He, oh, I, I, I cannot wait for any more content from him. He is just... Uh, He's so interesting and yeah. weird. What we do, like, yeah, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Just if you've never, if you've never watched what we do in the shadows, <laughs> I need you to stop what you're doing. I don't know if you have Amazon Prime or if you know someone with Amazon Prime. I think it's still there. I'm not 100 percent sure. That's the last time I watched it was it on might, Amazon Prime. I think it's on Netflix right now. Is it on Netflix? It Search be. for what we do in the shadows, <laughs> and you'll never look at a sandwich the same way again. <laughs> That's right. Best line of the whole movie. I will not spoil it for you. Go watch what we do in the shadows. Enjoy New Zealand and vampires. And Z, it's a little tribute. Huh, you see? It's, a it, it's, tribute. Like, it's like his movies and then like the Flight of the Concords. It just shows that New Zealand's probably just really weird. Man. <laughs> it's like, I, I, if it wasn't such a fucking long play around, I think I'd want to go. <laughs> want to hang out with some New Zealanders, man. <laughs> I think they know how to party. You go part and you end up like in a freaking in the Hobbit hole somewhere, right? Because all that takes me there, right? <laughs> Amanda is an extra in Taika. Yeah, I love how he kept pointing out how like all the extras were just local people. Yeah. Oh, uh, my, another great piece of, of like uh, now we're going over now. Fuck it. Uh, another great piece of that commentary was finding out that the freaking the best line in the whole movie came from a Make a Wish kid. Oh yeah. Where yeah. like uh, he's a. Hey, he's a friend from work. <laughs> Apparently, there was a Make a Wish yeah. kid who was on the set. His wish was to, you know, hang out with Thor yeah. or, be on, or be on the set of a Marvel movie. I, I don't know what the kid's wish was, but yeah, he got it. <laughs> he got to hang out with, with Hem, he got to hang out with Hemi all day. Yeah, and he was telling Chris Hemsworth that I guess they were filming that scene of like you know Hulk versus Thor, and the kid tells, "Oh, you should say that's your friend from work," and they're like. All right, we're gonna do it. And now it's like a freaking. That's like probably one of the most iconic lines. Yeah. Just from that, because that was from the the second, the first trailer, the second yeah. trailer. That was from that was an early trailer. I think it was the first trailer. Might have been the first trailer. Yeah. 
where they fucked up, where they, they fucked up. They shouldn't have shown, like, it, yeah. Oh, like, that's, I, that's all I think I like. That's, I'm mad about these trailers. Like, if they had never showed the Spider Man reveal, if they had kept that a secret yeah. for the movie, orgasms. That was, <laughs> they would have had to put mops in fucking yeah. theaters of all the nerds. Well, so the thing is, like, I, they've gotten better at it, though, because I remember, I remember who I was talking to. I remember I was sitting in the scissor mm-hmm. when, uh, after seeing Iron Man, mm-hmm. and uh, the Incredible Hulk movie was going to come out a few months later. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing there was some sports thing going on, and they ran a commercial for Incredible Hulk, and they showed the Tony Stark scene. And I remember, like, they just, I mean, marketing-wise, I understand, because that was a, it was a huge movie. Right, and, and I'm sure Universal, it, see, that was a fucking dick movie, because that was a Universal movie, yeah. and Iron Man was a Paramount movie, and so, oh, they got some footage of RDJ, fuck yeah, we're going to put it in the trailer. Yeah. Fuck you! Come watch this movie. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I guess they're getting better, but like, I, yeah. I, I, but you know what? You know, I guess if I stop to think about it, they do. They really need to come out of that first trailer, like for this yeah. one, because Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. <laughs> worst Marvel movie. <laughs> it's like hands down. I mean, if that's your worst, like Marvel Marvel Studios movie, there's plenty of bad yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah. X Men: The Last Stand. I'm looking right at you. I've never watched you, and I never will. Unless we put together a Patreon where you guys pay me like a few thousand dollars. Then, and only then, maybe I'll watch it. I'll do a live stream of me freaking gouging my fucking eyes out as I watch Professor X die. You know, it's funny. I saw a thing this morning. It was like, uh, I told clickbait, but it was like, it was Marvel's rank, ranked at uh, how much money they brought in. Uh-huh. And I, I shit you not, like, and this was Marvel's... In total, like, you know, like, not Marvel Studios, but just Marvel. Marvel, period. Fox, yeah. Sony, fucking Universal, fucking and, Paramount. And I love how, like, like the, the, the lowest, make, what do you think the, the lowest, uh... Lowest grossing Marvel movie overall? Yeah. The Punisher. Like, OG, <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> but here's the crazy thing about that. I remember seeing that poster yeah. of that movie at JC Video. I know you know what yeah. JC Video is. Mm-hmm. If you live in East L.A., JC Video. Yeah. Mike Lee, you might know JC Video over by the McDonald's on fucking <laughs> oh. <laughs> on the Cesar Chavez and fucking uh, Cesar Chavez on fucking what? Oh, uh, second? Third? third? It's third, and, yeah. Because your street's first, so it'd be third. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the crazy thing about it though was like, like it was that movie and then it was like the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. And then really? It was, it was the like, Warzone? Yeah, it was just a Warzone. The three no, Punisher movies? Warzone made, the Thomas Jane one made more than Warzone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the bottom three are the Punisher movies. Yeah, Elektra made more. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Why do they keep trying? Oh, what makes it worse? I liked Warzone. How would the duck make more? <laughs> Some people just went to the movie theaters to get out of the, get out of the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that 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 George Lucas epic. Or that's where we should have known. Oh shit, we better not let him make another Star Wars. <laughs> he made Howard the Duck. <laughs> How did came after all the Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> they should never let him in after a <laughs> near camera ever again after Howard the Duck. <laughs> like an interspecies erotica. Yeah. Oh, man. If you want more interspecies erotica, no. <laughs> you can follow us every week. If you're watching us on Facebook, be sure to be here live every Monday night, 8 p.m. If you want to participate, remember, you can participate. Kia Fan brings up the Fantastic Four. Oh, the Josh Trank one was pretty bad. Oof. I watched I watched that one for the movie challenge. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller punched me. Miles punched me in the face Teller. And then he did the <laughs> boxing movie where he did get punched in the face a lot. I'd almost watch that if 
the fact that he really hate Miles Teller. <laughs> He's my new Michael Sarah. I hate Michael Sarah. I hate Miles Teller. They both have punchable faces. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of a douche, <laughs> douchebags. And if they ever watch this, yeah, both of you are fucking douchebags. <laughs> Deal with it. You're famous. You can watch us every Monday night, 8 p.m. on Facebook Live. You can also watch us 8 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv forward slash DreGB Podcast. We're double fists in the cameras. You can listen to us. If you don't want to see my face, if you just want to hear the silky sounds of my voice. I, early, when I first started the show, a lot of people just liked hearing my voice. They said, they just read the phone book. <laughs> if you want to listen to me, we're available on SoundCloud. We're available on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher. If there is no play. I mean, there's no excuse. If you want to listen to the podcast version, that is available on multiple different platforms for you to download and listen. And we have been getting a lot of listeners. Yeah. Our our listenership has like multiplied by five, by, by almost ten even. We've we've gone from getting four or five listens a day, we're averaging like twenty listens a day, which is that's big for us. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, there is no marketing budget. It's just me yelling into this hole, <laughs> into that hole, with this hole. We're we're getting a lot of listeners. It's it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like it's, it's almost to the point where I can almost go somewhere and be like, "Hey, look, I have an audience." <laughs> Tonight, we're not much of an audience, but hey, what can I do? Uh, for those of you who came and joined us, thank you. I really uh, I really appreciate that. Oh, uh, you can uh, and our YouTube page has been updated. All the most recent videos are now on our YouTube page. Just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy on YouTube. And we now technically have a Facebook gaming streaming page. I, I, I invest that they, they really want me to do a gaming streaming page, and they, I'd have to start over and have to start asking people to like another page. And I just, I literally can't even with that. <laughs> so we'll see if I grow that. But yes, I will also be randomly streaming throughout the week. I might be streaming tomorrow night. But Wednesday nights, we'll come right back here mm-hmm. to Nostalgia Books and Comics. Pete Malini is our host of the Multiverse Comic Book Show, where we talk about comic books. Look, Pete Malini has a set of the Jetsons. <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. It's, like, it's very, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, want some, you want to hear about comics? You want to hear us exclusively talk about comic books and comic book movies? 8.30 Pacific on Facebook Live. And now, we've been doing it for the last few weeks on Twitch as well. You can watch us talk about comic books. Every Wednesday night, because if you didn't know, Wednesday, that's, a, that's new comic book day. Comic if day. you're a comic book fan, Wednesday is the best day of the week, because mm-hmm. that's when you get brand new comics. So watch us, 8.30 Pacific, on Facebook Live and on twitch.tv forward slash Dre GB Podcast. Random game streams. I will most likely do Rock Band Night, Tuesday Night Rock Band Night. I'll, do, I'll try to do a bunch of Two for Tuesdays again. Yeah, <laughs> I have to find more songs, that I, more bands that I have two songs of. <laughs> Uh, I was rapidly running. I ended up just doing a Seattle nice. <laughs> two for Tuesday this past Tuesday. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Again, interactive show. Please interact with us. Talk to us while we're live. Leave messages afterwards. I will see them. I will get notified directly to my phone. Uh, people have waved to mm. us after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm like, I'm not, do, do, do you not know that's not live? <laughs> like, uh, if you're watching this on Tuesday or Wednesday or not August 27th, this is not live anymore. <laughs> if, if this is August twenty seventh, you are watching. No one's watching this live right now. There are no viewers left right now. Yeah, uh, we, we went way over here. We're like fourteen minutes over than we normally do. So yeah, if it's not August twenty seventh, this is not live. I, I'll see this after the fact if you leave a message or, or a wave or whatever, and I'll try to respond to you. But uh, it's okay. 
And on Twitch, yeah. You too, Twitch. I see you. <laughs> I see you guys. And you see me every week, every Monday, every Wednesday, and sporadically in between. Sprinkling gaming content. I will sprinkle it upon you all. Have a good night. We'll see you guys next week. Or we'll see you on Wednesday. Hey, we'll see you Tuesday. We'll see you. It's not real. <laughs>